How many of you have relationships where there is this giant chasm of unspoken things? It usually starts with just the smallest thing. And then when we don't address it, that chasm becomes bigger and bigger and bigger over time. I've seen and worked with people who have had this chasm for years, if not decades, almost impossible to bridge. I'm currently in the process of teaching the Dedicare workshop and one of the essential tools that we teach in Dedicare but also in the Centropic Enterprise Masterclass is the tool of clean communication. This is a really simple but very powerful tool. It has changed relationships and lives. I hope you enjoy this episode. Sunday Syntropy for October the 2nd, 2022. Avoiding the chasm of the unspoken. Clean communication, an essential tool to live light. Hello, this is Christine McDougall. Thank you for being here. After the article confronting truth before anything can be changed, it must first be faced in last week's Sunday Centropy, I promised you an article sharing a helpful tool central to all the work that we do in Centropic World. If you'd like a link to last week's Sunday Centropy, it's in the show notes. I start with the premise that our life is relational. No relationship equals non-existence. We are a relationship, even relationship with ourselves. Relationships are complicated and complex. Learning to be in relationship, to communicate, is often based on trial and error. I find this completely strange given that relationships and communication are central to everything that we do. Surely quality education includes learning to be better communicators, to hold our relational development as central. Obviously not. There is no arrival to being better at relational dynamics and communication. Instead, it is interwoven with the journey of life. This includes being in relationship and communication with ourselves, our most essential relationship. When we lose the conversation and relationship with ourselves, we are lost. I found this poem helpful if that happens as this losing ourselves happens to most everybody. What do I do when I am lost in the forest? Stand still. The trees ahead and the bushes beside you are not lost. Wherever you are, it's called here. And you must treat it as a powerful stranger. Must ask permission to know it and be known. Listen, listen, the forest breathes. It whispers, I have made this place around you. If you leave it, you may come back again, saying, here. No two trees are the same to raven. No two branches are the same to wren. But if what a tree or a branch does is lost to you, then you are surely lost. Stand still. The forest knows where you are. 
and you must let it find you. This is a poem by the Pacific Northwest Indian tribes. Learning and living the model of clean communication central to all syntropic work will ensure that you live light. I'm spelling that L-I-T-E, or you can choose L-I-G-H-T. And what I mean by that, living light, L-I-T-E, in weight, or L-I-G-H-T, as in living light, as in sunlight. What I mean by living light is that you will walk your life without the burden of the unspoken, of things like vengeance, shame, hate, rejection, anger, frustration, and darkness. I have written about clean communication before. You can find links to three previous articles in the show notes, including one that I wrote for Sunday Centropy earlier this year. We teach clean communication in the Centropic Enterprise Masterclass and Dare to Care. It is a central piece of the Centropic Trust Manifesto. You can download the Trust Manifesto as well from the show notes. In my life, the practice of clean communication is a non-negotiable for any relationship, including the one with myself. I prefer to live light than fear confrontation, the unspoken, or being silenced. I hope you find clean communication helpful in your life. Do let me know. I always love hearing from people. I answer every email. Clean communication, a short primer. Clean communication is very simple to describe and very hard to enact because the place it starts is with telling yourself the truth. Unfortunately, telling ourselves the truth can be so hard, particularly if we have invested untold energy and resources into what we know is no longer true for us. Like a relationship that needs to be completed with either another person or people, a project, an artwork, or a business. Clean communication means having an awareness of very subtle signals that something might not be quite right. Here is how it works. We have person A and person B. These two people are having a conversation back and forth. In this example, person A is innocent during the entire process of the communication. Specifically, at no stage is person A attacking, accusing, judging, ridiculing, shaming, or otherwise, person B. Person A is not trying to undermine. They're not being nasty. They're not being a troll. They're just having what we would call a neutral conversation. However, in this instance, person B registers a charge during the conversation. What is a charge? A charge can be a very slight sense or feeling, physical or emotional, that something about the conversation or what is being expressed or how it is being expressed isn't quite right or safe or clear or decent or respectful. The experience of a charge can be delayed. For example, you could walk away from the conversation and only then register that something happened that doesn't feel right to you, that there is something off balance. An extreme charge is far easier to detect because we get angry, upset, mad or sad, or feel threatened or attacked, ridiculed or shamed. In this example, however, person A is innocent. They're not trying to do anything deliberately, but person B hears 
registers or understands something and they are charged. Person B in this example has a minimal charge. If they do nothing about it, they'll return to a future conversation with person A carrying the charge, looking for evidence that something is going on. When looking for evidence, we often find it, even if it is not there, a form of unconscious bias. Person B will typically show up in a subsequent conversation with person A, bringing this charge with them. And as such, the field of the relationship is now charged, even in the very slightest way. If the field of the relationship becomes charged and we do nothing about it, then we contribute to the creation of the chasm of the unspoken. All those words, all the emotional pain, the misunderstandings, all in the field between, creating this chasm that might become too big to cross at some stage. Perhaps you are familiar with this chasm of the unspoken. Two things can then occur. First, as person B carrying this charge after another conversation with person A, you may go on to your next activity and there, when someone does something slightly off, you lose it. The emotion goes from charge to explosion. Or it can be that you explode with person A. If person A is tuned into the field of the relationship, they might notice the charge space and raise it. If they did not, for whatever reason, the charge will amplify over time. Many relationships carry some form of charge, and I'm sure many of you have worked with, seen, or experienced family dynamics where a charge is generational. This week, I wrote this very short blog for Beauty of Beginnings about changing charge. You can access it, the link in the show notes. The principle of clean communication is simply that if you are the person aware of a charge, you are responsible for cleaning it up. I'll repeat that. <laughs> the principle of clean communication is simply that if you are the person aware of being charged, the charge is with you, you are responsible for cleaning it up. It's not the other person's fault, you're the bearer of the charge. The responsibility is with you. Suppose person B decided that they would take responsibility for clean communication. In that case, person B would go back to person A and speak about their experience with the charge. Again, there are skilled ways to do this and tools to use, which we teach in the Dare to Care workshop. The link to the Dare to Care workshop is also in the show notes. Person B will stay in the communication until they've cleaned up the charge and returned to neutral. A few notes. You can only be charged by another at the personal identity level if the charge already lies dormant or active within us. Often, charges come from miscommunication, from making assumptions, missing vital contexts. We might not know we have overlaid our whole story, including our fragility, trauma and confusion, onto the words and emotions that have been expressed by person A. If person A is not innocent, in other words, if person A deliberately sought to attack, ridicule, manipulate, gaslight, reject or diminish, 
then our ability to speak to their words and actions is critical. Again, the skills to, and tools to do this, even to be aware of what has happened, are critical. And that's what we teach in Dare to Care. We realize the importance of our voice only when we are silenced. This is a quote from Malala Yousafzai. To create families, communities, enterprises, and partnerships where clean communication is the foundational agreement and practice allows us to get on with the things that we are there to do together, whether it is to have a wonderful life together or to build a beautiful centropic business. That is, if we do not want to be stuck in a messy, charged, toxic, swampy place. Often we learn that the issue that has created the charge is our shit. In this case, we do not have to return to person A. Indeed, we might not engage with person A until we have cleaned our own house of charge. I had this experience recently where I noticed I was supercharged during a conversation with a family member. Knowing that if I stayed in the conversation, I would potentially explode, I exited politely. It then took nearly two weeks to go into my emotional, mental, sensing, metaphor and story-steeped being and understand my charge. I did not step back into a conversation with my family member again until I could show up charge neutral. On occasion, it could also be that person A is unaware that they are shaming, ridiculing or gaslighting. To find ways to speak to them about behaviour and actions they are unaware of and to do so in a way that elevates them respectfully is the central premise behind the name Dare to Care. Do we care enough about the other to speak truth in a way that serves them? caring more about them, that we care what others or they think of us. When we have work to do with a world for a future, for Earth and all her creatures, when we need to find our voice, daring to care is essential, knowing that as we do, many will be angry or cruel towards us. I salute Greta Thunberg, Grace Tame, Malala Yousafzai, Rosa Parks, Gandhi, and all the women protesting in Iran today, and so many others. Clean communication is the path to speaking truth to power, beginning with speaking truth to our power or acknowledging its absence and daring to care. I love answering your questions. So if you have any questions for this episode or previous episodes, please visit centropic.world forward slash podcast and click the orange button. Hi, Steve from Melbourne here. And my question is. Hi, this is Robin from warm and sunny Tanzania. My question is. Good morning. This is uh, Michael Freiber from Germany. My question is. Hi, this is Colleen in the Netherlands. My question is... Hi, this is Cindy from beautiful Cambridge. Hello, I am Paul Epping from the Netherlands. And my question for the podcast... Bonjour, my name is Dorothy from Brussels, Belgium. Hi, my name is Ivan from Cali, Colombia, but I'm living in Bali right now. 
so my question is. Hi, I'm Michelle Armstrong from North East Victoria, Australia. My question is. Hi, Earth. This is Lorraine in Montreal, Canada. And my question is. And that completes my question. And that completes my question.